excuse me. Uh, thank you. Perfect. Did you, did you get? Did you get popcorn? Did you grab the popcorn? No, I thought you were gonna get popcorn. Did you sneak candy in? Did you sneak candy in? No. Oh my God! It's starting! It's starting! Hey! 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 Shut the fuck up. Listen to the podcast. There's a lot out there to see. This is what we watched. I absolutely did not. Got distracted in my own life, man. <laughs> what we watched. What we watched, yeah. <laughs> I did. I actually watched a lot. Did you Did you get a chance to watch movies this weekend, this week, week I, and a half? I mean, I watched The Hurt Locker nice. at the um, campsite. Very nice. Um, um, I saw, I did see some other stuff. I don't think, not while camping. I saw... Feel the dreams. Oh, did you? Um, I try to think. I watched something else random. Did too. you cry at the end? No, I mean I watched it too many times. Ah, so, come on. But it's still like it still gave you that pit right at the bottom of your stomach. Like I mean, yeah, uh, yes, or, yes, and no. Okay. I mean, because again, I've You've seen it seen so it. many times that it's just like I, 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 it's not shocking at all. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. like, you expect event- eventually I get a little bit uh, desensitized. All right, all right. Do you? I the la- not this time. The last time, I think maybe the last time I watched it, or one of the times I watched it, I realized how religious it is. Yeah, yeah. And it's when very I heavily themed. Well, it's just like, it's a ba- it's essentially if Shoeless Joe Jackson, mm-hmm. who's the voice that's talking to him, mm-hmm. is God. That's all it is. Like, that's the, because it's like religious fanatic, like, here's a voice. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody hears. <laughs> he does whatever he wants. It's just, yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy Practically, religious. it's Noah's Ark. I mean, practically, it's it's an it's mm-hmm. Noah's Ark yeah, story. Yeah, I mean, really, yeah. just with baseball people and cornfield. It's literally, yeah, it's literally if Jewish Joe Jackson, the, yeah. the, the baseball player, was God. Yeah, and yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I mean, you know. I know. It's it probably so was. Funny. It but. is interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, but so, yeah, I watched yeah, Field so of Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Field of Dreams. I definitely watched them. In, oh, um, uh, my brother put, uh, had me watch Trainwreck. Uh, it's a, yes. No, nah, the, the one with... LeBron James? No. Ah. I know. I did the same thing when he was like, Let's, <laughs> you should watch, or you do ever watch this? I was like, yeah. no. And he's like, we well, should watch Trainwreck. And I, but I couldn't think of like who was in it yeah, yeah. other than whatever her name is. I couldn't think of her name. I can't think of her name I mean, now. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but it, it's not that. <laughs> he also had no idea what I was talking about. But so it's a. It's so funny because we had a full on conversation, the three of us about how it was like Cleveland based jokes. Yeah, no, 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 but that was a while ago. I know, but I'm just saying, like... <laughs> it wasn't yesterday. Um, Kyle doesn't listen to that much, just so you know. Uh, right. <laughs> You'll know Kyle's interested in conversation uh-huh. because he'll put his head up and go, huh, can you start that over again? <laughs> like, that's what happens. But, so we were watching, it's like called... Prairie Dog. Yes, and then you have to restart whatever you were saying because he, he heard something that he got interested yeah, yeah. in, and then it's like, okay, let's restart this because I'm, I'm actually paying attention now. Um it is a three-part documentary on the Woodstock 99. Oh. They did a Woodstock in oh, 1999, yeah, yeah. and it was a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a really good documentary. I actually it greatly enjoyed it. I'm glad I watched it. And is it, was it just an hour about, each? I think somewhere Ish, around Something around that? More okay. than okay. five minutes, less than three hours each. Wow. So that's uh, somewhere in that range. Specific. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was all about how, like, horrible they the people running it did yeah. what other people did yeah um like some of the acts that went up and just like riled up i'm trying to think who one of them was 
um, Flea was naked on stage on the last day. <laughs> like literally they were just playing and Flea was naked the entire yeah. time playing the bass and everything. Yeah, there's riots and stuff. Yeah. Things got burnt down. Shit. Dude, it was a I, huge... I heard about that coming and it, and it does. It looks bonkers. So um, Woodstock, it looked like it was a weird time. So uh, I'm excited to see the documentary on it. It's like Fire Festival in the 90s. Uh, yeah, for real. But except w- for... with actual music. Well, n- well, yes and no. Like the the fire festival or whatever mm-hmm. was just nothing really like it. W- I don't know. Actually, kind of similar because I feel like in my mind, fire festival never even started. Well, exactly. No, it didn't. It, like there was no music. There was nothing. There was well, so nobody like, booked. Like, Woodstock they just... was a whole thing. Exactly. But, like some things that they made a mistake, like they didn't have enough. Um, security. They mm-hmm. didn't have like enough. Wa- like made all of them leave their water, and then they charged up yeah. huge ga- gouge and stuff. So then people were dehydrated and stuff. Yeah. But then they were like literally, ra- like they had a rave tent at night and stuff. Oh my and it was, god! Like, two <laughs> days straight. It was like two days straight. And then I'm trying to remember what the band was. It was one of them that was super popular at the time. And um, but they they were performing and like they're all getting really riled up and. They like asked him one of the times, like, could you please like calm everyone down? And he was like, okay, let's go back out. Oh, no. And oh, no. Obviously, did the opposite. <laughs> and oh, I think it might have been uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. It was Chili it Peppers. Was like, well, so that's when Flea got naked. Somebody, well, somebody, <laughs> no, Flea was naked the whole time. Oh, okay. Flea, uh, they, somebody else got them all, like, kicked them off. But mm-hmm. one of them was like, fire, they started lighting fires and then they came out and like played a cover of a, song called fire like yeah, yeah. light the fire or something like that and just was we like, didn't start the fire i forgot what it, i forgot what <laughs> it was funny. but it was clearly oh like god yeah, <laughs> yeah. very was, uh very that's like aware 90s, of the moment like you know mm-hmm. punk fuck the establishment mm-hmm. like we're all alpha men like oh we're all gonna mosh pit and stuff and like people yeah mosh then, pit to uh fucking fish <laughs> yeah, yeah for real should not be acting like that at a uh at a rave kind of kind of music kind of setting yeah. I don't know what else yeah. I watch. I'm trying to think. I definitely watched something else too, but I don't know. Did you watch much? Uh yeah. So I TV wise, I caught up on Welcome to Wrexham. I really enjoy that docuseries. That's fantastic. Um on Hulu FX. I what else did I watch? I watched obviously what, what? we're gonna talk about today, the Hurt Locker and I watched that. Encanto again or Encanto. In Encanto, in, in I think. That, I haven't seen one? that one yet. You yeah. haven't? I know. I still haven't seen that one. I love that one. Anyways. I didn't even watch it on Disney Day. I know. God, that's so <laughs> stupid. I'm so annoyed by that. Like Disney Day and they're yeah. like having cheap months. Everyone wants, everyone sees the success of uh, Amazon Prime, Prime Day. Prime Day. Yep. And they're like, oh, I want that. You got to emulate. Or a streaming service. And we're having one day where for, <laughs> it's Disney Day. Uh-huh. To celebrate, we're having a offer that's available for more than a day. Uh-huh. And it gets you more streaming than one day's than worth. One like, day's I, worth. <laughs> like, yep, exactly. At least call it like Disney Plus week, month, month or week, you know, or that would season, be better. Disney season, like oh, you know, you didn't know September was Disney Plus month. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Oh gotcha. Well, that one's already a month, like an important one, right? <laughs> Isn't that Black History Month? No, no, that's February. That's February. Like that's September. the other side of the year. September. Uh, nothing because we're all supposed to be asleep and we're only supposed to wake up at the end of the month. That was weird. Eh, not. Well, Go ahead. Eh, shoehorn. They're not all winners. They're not all winners. I would say most aren't. Yeah, I know. You say but you say things and then I just move on. So yeah, so I watch I watch those TV wise. Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. Suicide so, Awareness. Is that not important, watch. Brandon? Um Yeah, you jackass. All right, so yes? Rexham. So Rexham, how involved how long is it? It's uh four episodes in, I think now. 
Oh, so it's going weekly? Yeah, it's it's a weekly. Oh, it's no. a weekly. Okay. Um, but I, I waited. I, I skipped last week, so I had an hour to watch. It was it was nice. I might, oh, they're thirty minutes. Yeah, they're thirty oh each. My God. I know. I know. It takes. I can tell you, I'm not watching this. Oh, it's great when you can binge it. It's fantastic. Maybe, and they, I it, mean, maybe we'll see when yeah. it, when it all comes out. I might. Watch I like it. I like their personalities together, and and uh, I don't know much about the team, so it's nice to learn about. You know, it's like it's like almost a history thing. But yeah, um, so there's that. I watched a little. <clears throat> Saturday was National Cinema Day, so they had three dollar movies all day. So I saw Three Thousand Years of Longing, and then I saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Then Tuesday, I not. I have questions about bodies, bodies, okay. bodies, okay. because I real it's not popular, so we're definitely not going to be no. doing the yeah, podcast. I don't want to. I don't have that so, much to say about screw it. Screw that. I don't have that much to say. Uh, about well, exactly. And I don't want to watch it because it definitely does not look like my demographic. It looks like it should be younger. I don't know than whose me. demographic it is. Well, I, I mean, it's like a Pete Davidson. Yeah. It's like they're all it. like, kids that's the in biggest it. Name. Well, that's what I'm saying mm-hmm. is like, I think I feel like they're all like they're. Early twenties, earlier than way earlier than me, and a little earlier than you, and not I that just, much younger than you. Well, like how? Uh, uh, yeah, but there's, say, there's a say, song in there too, and they're like featuring a song from this person. I'm like, who the fuck was that? <laughs> so that's uh, my. That's why I'm like, I, I think you, I yeah. age out of it when I didn't even know the popular what they're person going for. <laughs> did a song for it. It's that's uh, why I think I age out of it. It's so. It's, how was it? Was did it seem like it? No. Was it, it really cutty? Was it like cut a lot of cuts once the action started going? Or? There wasn't a lot of action, really. It no. was, it was a, I'll, I'll spoil it now because I, I just, mean, I'm, bur- everyone, oh, do we all agree that we can spoil you guys? If you don't want him to spoil it, say, speak something now. now, speak now or, okay, well, I'm okay. good. So go ahead. Um, it was a whodunit. It was a, it was a murder mystery that was very basic. There wasn't much to it. And the twist at the end was that, uh, the first murder was an accident with the, that he cut his jugular on accident and that sparked everybody killing each other. That's kind of amusing. And it was amusing. Yes. At the very end, but I, I definitely would be upset if I watched this whole thing. Yeah. I got invested in uh-huh. it and I was trying uh-huh. to figure it out. And then they told me that I'd be like, okay, ha 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 ha. I'm, I've been here for an hour and a half. Yeah, for an hour and a fucking half. And <laughs> we could have wrapped this up in a short. <laughs> it just like it felt like they were non-actors. They felt like they they didn't know how to deliver lines. They didn't know how to play off of each other. Uh, we got dropped into a friendship group where one of the girls hadn't been a, a part of the group. And then all of a sudden just shows up at a party and everyone's like, well, how the fuck did you even know we were here? So everyone's like suspicious of each other. So they're trying to set this thing up where you don't know who could possibly have done it because you don't really know your friends and that was it and then they start like playing party games or trying to play party games and it goes to bodies 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 and they never explain really the rules of the game or anything it's just hide and if you if you get tapped you're dead and that's about it but then i saw that game that was a weird game that yeah. they were all so excited about it too yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the trailer like, at least because i didn't no, that's exactly it like they got super fucking into it and then there were a couple of people who were like oh i don't want to play like we always get angry at each other it's like oh stop being you know stop being so boring and that's about it. That's about the most exciting thing. Like, there's not a lot of character reveal. There's not a lot of plot. There's not a lot of uh, fun scenes or, or uh, execution of it. It was meh. I, 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 if I had to rate it, I'd give it a four and a half. Interesting. Yeah. Well, where, let me open my freaking <laughs> notes real quick. It's it. Yeah, I was not. I was not engaged with it. So. Uh, yeah. Well, well, I wonder if it wasn't aimed for. 
Ex- but exactly, our, if, I guess if, our generation. Thank you. Uh, if, if I was uh, 21, yeah, I probably would have liked it a little bit more if I didn't know what a murder mystery was supposed to school. do. Oh, were they in high school? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. I think they were after college. I think they were, what? it was like, yeah, I think it was like 23, 24 is roughly the age I got. If, it, if they were older, older than God, that. Am I, am I that old that, that, that they maybe. looked like high schoolers? <laughs> I mean, they definitely did. A couple of them did. Well, I mean, I know they're not really high schoolers. No, I know. So I, I, know, assumed, but like, I assumed that they were just like. It, it um, was a party. Casting high school later. Party well, like, yeah. yeah well, yeah. in my mind, it was some rich high school people that like one of their parents has a, so this cottage. Yep. So they, just, yep. they all show up to get. Yeah. No, I don't know whose house that was. I can't. Even, I don't even remember. Like there were. So many details that just got skipped over or that weren't important enough for me to remember. That's annoying. Yep. That sucks. Yep. It was, yeah, well, but I only paid I mean, three bucks for it. So whatever. Um, I was going to say, I'm okay with seeing bad movies because plus, well, I mean then, and I backed it up with, uh, with, or I saw that right after I saw, uh, 3000 years of logging. So, I mean, right there, it's, you know, going from a, from a movie I really enjoyed and, and had a lot of, of execution and again, thought put into it to, this is just I'm, the middle of the road. I feel like we're going to talk about 3,000 years of longing for a decent amount because I feel so conflicted. Okay. And I, I'm excited to unpack that. I don't all understand fully how I feel about it. Okay. All right. I'm excited to unpack it then. Um, and then I saw The Invitation, which... The vampire movie? The vampire movie. <laughs> that is trying to masquerade as not a vampire movie. But that was the big reveal. I'll have to see. Well, I mean, I don't know if I'll see it in theaters, but I I'll see it at some I don't point think just need- to get like a vibe. Like, yes. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I like watching bad movies because you can't. The goal is to identify why it was bad. Why exactly? It, like, could we? Could you have fixed it? Like, if you had done this instead of this or that instead of this, would yeah. it have been better? Why was this movie bad and Three Thousand Years of Longing good? Or right, or vice, vice versa, versa? You know, stuff like that. Um, and or I even think the that, bad movies is like, oh, I hated this movie, but that one shot was it had, way yeah, cool. exactly. Like, I'm it remember had some that good transition or stuff like that. Yeah, I, I don't think you need to go out and run run to the theaters to see the invitation. I think you can wait for it to come to streaming. Um, the best part was definitely the the CG and the hair makeup. They absolutely made him look at the end of the, of the movie. They absolutely made him look like um, I don't remember if he was ever coined as Dracula or if it was just uh, Nosferatu. Um, but they gave a little bit of, of backstory about like vampires and and things. Um, but it, again, it was it was a little bit more of once the reveal was oh you're you're vampires and not everybody was a vampire. It was only just a few of them. Um, once that happened, then it was just into explaining the the rules of okay, this is how the situation works. You're going to drink his blood. You're going to gain his powers. He's going to drink your blood. Now all of us are going to get you know long uh, immortal life. And they just sat there and told her. And so again, eh. I mean, you know, don't don't just tell me. Yes, then I then she all, went and did I've, something with it, which was different than than most things. She actually did drink his blood, gain his powers, kick his ass. It was pretty badass, actually. That was a lot of fun, and I'm glad that that was the decision they made. That was the most fun of it. Um, the fire was very very CGI. Um, that was very low. They spent a lot of money on the on the makeup part of it, and the and the people not as much on the uh, on the. The fire. The fire. <laughs> well, the fire is hard, supposedly hard to CG. Yes. Yes. I mean, clearly the. the well, because even like actual fire and like slow motion and stuff mm-hmm. looks fake. It does. It really, truly well, does. Well, so that's what it's like. Do you CG it to look real or how it actually. Like, or if it, if how it, if it's. If the real looks fake. Yep. Or how people if expect I CG it to look. It, exactly. Yep. Right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, I, I thought it was just, you know, it. 
I'm a big proponent. I want to go back to your, you know, show not tell or whatever. Uh-huh. It all it all depends because yes. we've we've known about vampires forever. We don't. I don't need like you to give me a sentence. Yeah. Now we're out. I'm yeah. good. Or right. like. There, there was the old looper or whatever. They didn't really sit down and explain it because it's like we've heard it forever. I don't need to yeah. hear this yeah. crap again. But it's like if we need something important, give me two minutes yep. of some straight dialogue and see if the guy can deliver it in an interesting way. Sure. And then we don't have to talk about it. So then we can get to the action. We can get to good, yes. better stuff. Yes. It's not about, you know. Exactly. So yeah. it all depends. Set, set things up. To me Set personally. things up. Explain things. Um, and we'll get to this when we do talk about 3000. Um I thought that it did it in a very interesting and, and you know semi different way where they where they were talking about it, but then they also showed a lot and they and they didn't necessarily just sit and have dialogue and exposition. Like we actually got to be in the world and you know there there are some. I mean, I believe you, but there's. I'm mean, I'm just saying is like not all movies have like it's okay to for them to sit down and explain some stuff. To yes. You sometimes. Uh, you're, you're right. I understand right, 3000 years long. That's a just, we'll talk about that. I was stuff. just, yeah. and I understand like the, a lot of movies don't do that. And I, I get that. And that's fair. Good movies don't necessarily do that, but there's time and place. And there are some good movies that will just sit you down and list you a couple things quick yeah. because it's a scene to get a lot because of it's necessary information. And that's the best way to do yeah. it. Yes, absolutely. I agree with that. But for, for what it was, I didn't hate the movie. I didn't hate the invitation. I thought it was a fun ride the whole way through. I thought the acting was was decent. I thought that um, the the plot wasn't you know too far fetched. I did like that they grounded it in you know that yes, I personally had a problem with the explanation scene, but that they grounded it in okay. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what's you know what what the deal is with this. And then they but that wasn't the end of it. Like they took it somewhere a little bit further. Um, so overall, like I I enjoyed it. I just don't think you need to see it in theaters and. I'd give it a five and a half, five and a half out of ten. I'm not actually it? writing these down. That's fine. So you know. um, That's all. Everything you. Yeah, I think that was it. I, I mean, Thursday night football. I watched that. Uh, <laughs> I did also there's, watch. Yeah, Thursday there's going to be a lot of football that I watch this coming up. Like, I, I, I'm one of those who. But that's that. That when be... the season comes, like I have m- most of the games on that I can. Well, yeah, I, I go back and forth because I'll watch most stuff on Sunday, but then Monday, if it's two bad teams, uh, I mean, I'll put it on if it's if I'm around, but I don't like Fair. trying because honestly, I don't want to watch the Giants versus the Jaguars. <laughs> well, except I'll watch the Jaguars this year. Giants I, versus depends the, on Houston. Houston versus Giants. Ooh, I'm not no, watching that. No, thanks. Um, like, I, I mean, depends less. on who I have fantasy wise. No, I, I only have one of one player on both of those teams are on, on you have a player combined. on Houston no god no oh Brandon Cooks was the only available player and I don't even like him that much no, no he I a took a professional uh, wide receiver though he is he's always oh, a fantastic athlete I just don't want to take him in fantasy no, 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 uh no I took Kadaris Tony mm, yeah. yeah so we'll see but uh back to movies yes uh that will be taking up a lot of time what well, we that's in start. how's life <laughs> <We'll> be, <laughs> how's football, football. <laughs> So, so yeah, so that was, that was it. Um, a little bit of follow up. I did see, uh, a clip. I, I showed you a clip of Burning Man and it was one of the last days of the festival. I guess it was the day that they were going to actually light the man on fire. They're going to you know do the whole Burning Man thing and a giant dust storm kicked in and it looked almost exactly like Mad Max. So I'll throw it out, throw a tweet out and, and, uh, make sure you, I, yeah, you it, showed but. me the clip. It they definitely looks like the people look like Mad Max. And yeah. Everything. Yeah. They've got their, you know, like scarves and, and blown Dude's in the wind a, and gigantic bike, really tall bike, really very tall bike. I, yeah. I it's don't not like a unicycle. No, bike no. It's just like all of the components are, it's like three bikes put together 
so it's really tall. Uh, but yeah, it looked a lot like Mad Max, and since we were talking about Mad Max last week, and we're going to be talking about a George Miller film uh, next, not this episode, next episode, uh, you know, relevant things. Yes. Um, I guess I'll mention now, the episodes will be split instead of one gigantic two-hour chunk or whatever. Yes, a little bit different. We're just going to do one movie per episode, um, and it'll be Tuesday, Thursdays now. So this one is Tuesday. That you're Breaking currently. Hello, news. Tuesday. Hi, Tuesday, people. And then the next one is Thursday, which will be, we'll talk about Hurt Locker today, and then um, Thursday we'll talk about... 3,000 years of longing. It's just like a, almost spaced on that. Yeah, no worries. I do have another. So I, I, I came across. Oh, actually, before I, we get to that one, did you know, and we may have talked about this. You may have, have known this. Did you know that in Top Gun, uh, Val, that was not actually Val Kilmer's voice? Like, he did not speak. That was an, uh, an AI. I did not know that an AI was fed all of his lines from all of his movies, and they synthesized it to those lines. Interesting. Yeah. That seems tedious. No, I just don't like that. I don't know. The whole thing was supposed to be like, oh, he spoke. It was such an emotional thing because he never, he can't speak and stuff. Yeah. So he right? mustered up and it was just all fake. And yeah. I understand. I understand. It's a movie. Yes. All yes. of it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> they the, did I put felt, Tom Cruise in I a felt jet. Like, but I felt like, okay, they put it in. He wasn't flying it though. <laughs> I, um, I feel like they really pulled on the fans, um, the experienced moviegoers mm-hmm. that really liked Van Kilmer and stuff. It was like, guys, this is so emotional for you. And it was all fake. Yes, so exactly. I, I am genuinely upset about that. Well, there you go. Um, I will be writing my congressman about this. <laughs> oh my God. This is it. Do you want to, do you want, uh, I just pulled up the box office mojo mm-hmm. for the last weekend, mm-hmm. the second to the fourth. Second to the fourth, Labor Day weekend. Yes. Um, Who you what th- else came out besides 3,000? Uh, shit. Um, first week, the invitation was that's like right. yeah, one yeah. weekend, and that's about it. Do you want to guess who... Oh, no. Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. Still want to check that out? Don't know how to yeah. feel about it yet. But anyways, um, there's technically another one that's in the first week, but it was a re-release that... I'll tell you in a sec. So okay. who who do you think is the top? Uh, and this movie was last week. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. For the weekend. Yeah, yeah. For the weekend. Six um, point six mil, basically. Oh, yeah, geez, six that's mil. It. Uh, yeah. I mean, the I leader was six mil. Then it was five point seven. Yeah. Then five point four. So. Well, I want to say Super Pets or Beast, but I'm assuming you bring that up for a very specific reason. So if you say Top Gun, I'm going to be really disappointed in all of these other movies. Top Gun. God damn it. <laughs> It's almost at three. How how does it still lead the box office? <laughs> but again, when you're leading the box office, why why pull it from theaters, right? I mean, people are still going to see it. That yeah. is, I mean, they're beating they they beat, almost, they beat Jaws. Like it's insane. I almost want to go see it again just because it's like, did I miss something? Like, is it really that amazing, or is it just the whole you know? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like we don't think it's a great movie, but it. it do you want to make? Do you want to make? What's the point of making movies? Is to make movies for yourself for or yourself? is it for the audience? Because right. technically, right. if you want to, the audience, Top Gun was very successful. Oh, it was it very reached successful. reached the most people. Absolutely. Most people liked it and mm-hmm. stuff. But, you know, what is a good, you know, we yeah, don't have that, to get into, get into like, that. what is a good yeah, exactly. movie, who makes the movies, all that stuff. Number two is Bullet Train, though. Whoop, whoop, whoop. But number, nice. uh, number three, there's a re-release. Number nine oh. 
made two point six million. Which one got re-released? Oh, jo- did Jaws really <laughs> yes. make that much money? Yeah. Wow. I didn't even know they were re-released. I didn't either. I didn't either. I In saw that, but like I didn't... <laughs> 1,200 theaters. Jesus Christ. Wow. That came... I don't know what this movie, Gigi and Nate, is, but the Jaws re-release mm-hmm. came out in more theaters than Gigi <laughs> and Nate. <laughs> Oh, and only oh. Si- only and honk for Jesus, save your soul only came uh-huh. out in 600 more uh, epi- uh, theaters and it's still doing worse. Like it hey, it's, yeah, it's one point more. It uh, made one point four last weekend wow. and Jaws made two point six. Well, I mean, come on. We all know, you know, old IP makes the yep, most. It's yep. easy. Oh, absolutely. It's it's built starting in. a new IP is the one of is like some of the hardest things ever, if not impossible. It's bodies, bodies, bodies made just under um, half a mil. Oh, good for 483. them. 483. Good for them. <laughs> came out in a thousand theaters. Woo, an even thousand. 3,000 huh. Years of Longing made 1.6 million. There and it go. came out in 2,400 theaters. That is That's not twice of Joss. Impressive. <laughs> and made at all. Significant, a uh, million less. Wow. Wow. And then. Yeah, I think that was. That's, I think that's, that's that, that movie is much better than what the box office draw is. But um, we'll get to that when we get to I that. I would say. No, I'm joking. We'll talk about that. <laughs> Next episode, episode, episode. <laughs> All right. Let's talk so, some Hurt Locker. The Hurt Locker. Oh, so you I'm are sorry, ready to be sorry, hurt again. The Hurt Locker. No. Um, I'm going <laughs> to wear. I'm wearing. If I wear. Go to see the whale, I'm going to wear that big old suit. The giant. The, yes. the bomb squad yep. suit. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fair. Which I want to okay. say right off the bat. Mm-hmm. The first guy, I don't think he should have died because yeah. that seemed ridiculous to it, me. He was outside the kill radius or I whatever he, he said. I thought he was he outside. He definitely was. He said 25. He said 25 and yeah. then kept walking some. Yeah. And then, then it exploded. Running. Yeah. Like, what's the point of the freaking... Anyways, go ahead. Well, no, no. That's, no, please dive in. <laughs> Let's do it. Because so that, that, no, that bothered me too. <laughs> I was wondering... Right th- out the bat. But it was... What's his face? There are some big names yeah. that I didn't realize. Yeah, that was uh, Guy Pierce. Yep, that was Guy Pierce, which uh, was fan. Uh, again, I mean, he had a minor role, um, but he took it because he wanted to work with Catherine Bigelow. Same with Ralph well, like, Fiennes. I was gonna say, yeah, Ralph Fiennes. 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 I do that every single time. <laughs> I don't know. We, we gotta look that up. We do have to uh, <laughs> fix that. Um, but yeah, like the, these big name actors, uh, they wanted to work with Catherine Bigelow, which I didn't realize she at the time was like an in demand could could pull the you know names like that just because she was working on a project. So that's that's really cool and that's that's really encouraging that that happened back then. That's very impressive. Uh, yeah, Ray Fiennes. Yeah, so yeah, Ray Fiennes was uh, <laughs> pulled to the project just like Guy Pierce was because of, of Bigelow. Um, speaking of, well, that's Ra- why I did not expect him to die. Either. Like me, well, Guy, that, Pier- Guy yeah. Pierce, I expected. Uh, yes. Ray Fiennes, I did. I didn't. Ray, Ray Fiennes, I did yeah, not. <laughs> I really wanted to see him just longer. So I really, uh, I I'm glad his, that the character. I'm glad <laughs> the character died when he did. I'm very upset that it was. It had to be Fiennes. Um, I also. Uh, had a gripe with that that first suit too because yes he was out of the blast zone um i'm only the only thing i can think of is because maybe the back half of the suit is not as reinforced as the front half and he got you know the whiplash because it looked like there was blood inside the helmet so the whiplash like his head must have hit so hard well i mean Some yeah i would assume of that. i would assume their logic would be i mean bombs have big explosions and yes, then you like get smashed against the ground because it's, I mean, it's the same as a helmet. If, if the helmet is like secure to your head and mm-hmm. it's not like your head doesn't bounce around in it, 
um, if your head bounces around in the helmet, it's not really that What's helpful. What's the point of the helmet? Because yeah. you're just going to get a concussion of your head hitting the helmet. Exactly. Which actually does set up uh, a character trait for uh, Jeremy Renner's character. Uh, is it Max? What's uh, what's his character name? Sorry, I was in my. I was looking at. Um, it is William James. Cool, James. That's right. So it's a great character Guy trait. Pierce's name was Matt Thompson. Is that who you were thinking? Sure, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, definitely, absolutely. It wasn't because we were talking about Mad Max or anything. I mean, it sets it up for James, played by Jeremy Renner, uh, which I think is this is was his major breakout role, like his biggest at the time. Um, but I think that it sets up a wonderful trait of, I don't need this suit. Like, there's enough, you know, firepower here to kill everybody oh, yeah. with or without suits. But like the tension from. Um, Anthony Mackie. Mackie, thank you. Um, from Anthony Mackie's character was, you know, oh my God, I just watched a brother of mine die wearing this suit, doing this job, and he's just casually strolling up to it, and now he's taking off the suit? Are you fucking kidding me? Well, you know, to his point, he just fucking watched somebody die in the suit, so if he's going to die, why have the suit on? Uh, I thought that actually is a really, really good point, character point. Um, I like this movie a lot. I like this movie a lot because... It does a lot of that. It does a lot of plants and payoffs in that regard. And it just, it, it, it's a beautiful character expose. When you look at it through the lens of the, the titular quote, the very first thing that we see is war is a drug. The, the actual line opening quote, the rush of battle is often a potent and lethal addiction for war is a drug. So when you, when you remember that throughout the entire thing, war is a drug these guys are getting, you know, they're getting their, their rocks off by doing this shit. They're, they're enjoying it so much. I think some of them are, some of them aren't, but go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I think in this one, we're looking at the... the I think Jeremy Renner's character obviously absolutely. does. I don't think yeah. Anthony Mackie's character does. I think he's on the fence. I think there are think times he, he does, but there are, most of the time, he can't handle it. He, he's not... I think he was just put in a situation that he's making the best of, and yep. he's like, you know, why... He just does the best he can of whatever he's put yeah. in front of. And yeah. so it's that. Okay. So I think he would do good point better yeah. than Renner, but like Renner, obviously. And then the th- the third one, a special or whatever his name was. Yeah. He's, I mean, yeah, I think he, I think he's just a kid that doesn't know what the hell's necessarily going on. And nope. it's just like, I'm here and let's do whatever I was told to do. Yep. Let's do this tomorrow. And then and let's, if, and if I die, else. I die. Who cares? Like, you know, if it's me, it's me. Um, I would argue, uh, Jeremy Renner. This was, I think this is his first, like, lead on anything big but he was before this in a year before this he was in the assassination of jesse james by the coward robert ford he was wood height and then before that he was in 28 weeks later he was doyle oh okay and that's about it he was in some other stuff too but like yeah you know know, minor things uh, episode of tv here Mm -hmm. and there Mm -hmm. uh, csi you know yeah so this yeah and angel same with with anthony mackie uncredited on dog um Dogs of Downtown. Oh, that's where I what know him the, from. What was the? Sorry, wait, the. Let I me. Mean, Lords <laughs> of Dogtown. Sorry. I want to say I've heard of that, but mine. it's the it's um a film about the surf and um, skateboarding trends that oh or uh, originated in Venice, California, in like the seventies. Oh, that's actually, um, that I've heard sounds very like a cool I've heard matter. very good things about it. Cool. I've never seen it though. But uh, it's like and a, that was a series. No, it's a movie, oh, that was a movie. from two thousand five. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, well, but it was I like might... documentary style, mm-hmm. kind of like the story of 
um, that legendary time like the Z Boys. We like started like I think they're the ones that like started really, um, um, in the pool like doing inline uh-huh. skateboarding. I think, uh-huh. but I'm not positive. Probably like popularizing it. Well, I'm, I'm doing it like oh, just oh, breaking actually it, like yeah, okay. breaking into okay. people's houses and stuff. I think. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. So this this uh, the Hurt Locker. It uh, it it put a lot of people in uh, in the spotlight. I nailed it. Sorry. Did you really? <laughs> I did all that off the top of my head. <laughs> Dude, that's I, awesome. I'm guessing from what I remember, and I nailed it. So sweet. Thank Fuck God. Because yeah. I was going here, I'm like shit. <laughs> but yeah. So so for Don't it even being know what we're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about Jer- Jeremy Renner and Anthony Mackie uh, in their first major roles and doing phenomenal work. I'll let you know if that's Anthony Mackie's first uh, major, major role. role. <laughs> it's yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you look at that. Uh, I'll just I'll I'll. You know, he was in Captain America. <laughs> oh wait, that was that not before? So. Uh, well, yeah, that was nineteen forty-two. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely not his starring role. His <laughs> his role? No, obviously that was kind of joking. But you know what he was in before this, though, uh, well, way before this. What's that? Um, Eight Mile. Oh shit! He was Papa Doc in Eight Mile. Oh shit! <laughs> that was back really? in two thousand two. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was oh, god. That was such a long ago. And obviously, I mean, I would consider that a major role. Yeah, but uh, he was, wasn't the star. I was like, going to say exactly. Was he, yeah. he but, was there and he, but was, he was a bigger in a, part. But. Yeah, he was a bigger part and yeah. stuff, but definitely not like to this level. He yeah. was in Million Dollar Baby. Um, really? Wow. Yes. And then The Hurt Locker. Okay. I mean, other stuff too. Well, but yeah, again, sure. We stuff get, that you know, don't... Episodes we are Marshall. I mean, if you want to talk about that. Oh, yeah. We are Marshall. Oh, my God. What an amazing, <laughs> heartwarming... I think I watched it once. Did you watch it? I did not I think I watched it once. Do you know what it is? It's about the football team that died. Yep. And then we were supposed to remember the Titans or something like that. I don't know. It's <laughs> hey, uh, move on, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, so the Hurt Locker, it did. It, it brings a lot of people to the, to the spotlight. Um, Jeremy Renner, Anthony Mackie, Catherine Bigelow was, you know, that this is her biggest thing that she had done as well. You want to check that? <laughs> Might as well. While you're doing that, so the synopsis is uh, during the Iraq War, a sergeant recently assigned to an army bomb squad is put. At odds with his squad mates due to his maverick way of handling his work. Point break. This one was uh, what? What's that? Oh, uh, Bigelow. Yeah. What else? What else uh, before this one? Point break. Well, what else? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Point break is gigantic. <laughs> all right, all right, fair, fair. <laughs> I just you're not wrong. I just didn't know if it was. I'm sorry. Like I thought this it was like bigger, biggest thing. I thought no. it was like list, list, like major, major, major. That's the way you meant it. So I apologize. No, I'm saying Point Break was a colossal movie. Yes, sir. and yes, so it was. by no means was this the first big thing okay. she did. Okay. I'm annoyed by IMDb that it's not even listed in her top four, like known for. Really? Do you want to guess? Um, this. Two of them, yes. And then two of them, you will not get. I was going to say, I, I it's this one uh-huh. and Zero Dark Thirty. Yep. Mm, point Break. Nope. <laughs> no, Near Dark break. in 1987. Near Dark, obviously. Sure, yeah. I'll, and then 1995, uh-huh. uh, Strange Days. I love both of those you, movies. You, I could she's talk obviously known for those. For days about how many facts i know the former cop turned street hustler accidentally uncovers a conspiracy in los angeles in 1999 what this was made in 95 so it's a futuristic movie what the fuck interesting all right all right uh oh <laughs> you good 
So the star is Ray Fanine. Oh, Jesus Fanine? Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. And who, do you know who this right, the one of the writers is? <laughs> James Cameron. No shit. Oh, my God. Did you know they were married? No, I did not. You didn't know that? That yeah. makes sense. So I did not Bigelow know James a Cameron single were. fucking thing about her. Her. <laughs> I, I knew more than you, and I still don't know that much. The fact that you were like, oh, yeah, this is Catherine Bigelow. And then I went, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I know of her name, but it, I know of her through through the Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty. I, I, I didn't realize oh, Do you know cooperate. what else James Cameron did? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Avatar. What? <laughs> Sorry. He was the one who did I almost got through that. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. I know if I hadn't laughed, I bet you you would have. You <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, Ray Finney. Yeah, James Cameron and, and Catherine. They they were. I don't know when they divorced, but they were married. I'll James Cameron you, was actually I'll the let one. You know. <laughs> Thank you very much, Fact Master. I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, James Cameron was actually the one who pushed uh, Catherine Bigelow to do the Hurt Locker. She was on the fence about it and didn't really feel like she was up to the the task of it. And he's like, "Mm, you should go and do this. Uh, And it became. How many times do you think James Cameron has been married? (laughs) I'd say three. Five. What the fuck, dude? Uh, How do people. In tooth. Wait. Okay. This way. Sorry. It's going this way. Sorry. Sharon Williams. Okay. Um. 90 sorry 78 to 84 that was his truck driving days correct mm-hmm. and then gail ann heard from 85 to 89 okay one year one year later um and then Catherine bigelow was a third okay same year 89 to 91 oh they weren't married that long Ooh. like at all yeah no no not so at all. then they remained friends for a decade after maybe and then two decades there was a after. long gap between wife number four Linda Hamilton, mm-hmm. 97 to 99. Oh, damn, dude. Um, that was six years that he 97 waited. To, he wow. waited less than a year from Gail to <laughs> Catherine. And then the last one is just, it's just listed as 2000. Uh-huh. And then there's no like end date. So, so they're still married, I'm maybe? assuming? Susie Amis. Hmm. Who looks young. Yeah. I mean, she was born when you've in, got all the money in the world. She was yeah. born in 62. Interesting. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, so I, I just found it interesting that, that James Cameron was the one who was like, no, you should do this. And she, you know, broke all these records and made this amazing war movie that pretty much kicked off the renaissance of war movies in the 2000s, uh, late 2000s and into the teen, into the teens. So this was directed by Catherine Bigelow. It was written by Mark Bowl. I think is how you pronounce his name. Oh, do we want to look that up? I'll let you know. Hey, I'm still looking at... I know you're you're like four facts behind man. Come on. <laughs> well, you, you keep, keep getting distracted. You keep talking to me, well, man. You keep getting distracted, <laughs> and then I have I have questions about the things that you, that distract you. And uh, Mark Bull, the the screenwriter, was was actually a journalist in uh, in Iraq, and he was he was assigned to a bomb squad. So like it's experiences that he experienced uh, on the battlefield and and you know during downtime. What I found very interesting, there was an interview with him uh, with him and Bigelow. And basically, the, the, uh, the interviewer asked, is there one person that you modeled this after? You know, was it was there one or was it a, a, a amalgamism? I think it's how you say that. Tell me he says Ralph Fiennes. Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I find it interesting that he did the Hurt Locker. He was mm-hmm. a producer mm-hmm. and writer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing he did was Zero Dark Thirty. Interesting. Did he like, write it? Yes, both oh, are. Wow. Yeah, he wrote both of those. Interesting. Good for. Wow. He, hasn't, he hasn't done a ton. Good for that combo. What's his face? Um, 
Mark Bull. Yeah, Bull. So he's only he, got like uh, six credits. Mm-hmm. His answer was was to that to that question was. Oh yeah. Uh, no, it, there's not one person I modeled anything after. Um, the characters are kind of composite of you know my time there and and the soldiers who I interacted with, but the situations were absolutely real. The situations I put them in were 100 percent like things that had happened. Um, so that I thought that was interesting to to mash people together, kind of like they did in uh, Chernobyl, which I don't think you've seen that limited series, Fantastic, where they took they compressed a giant you know body of scientists into one character, just you know for storytelling purposes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so so you can do things like you know you can take creative liberties and have you know emotional ties to whatever you want because you're not trying to be you know, mimic after one person. They also can't, don't have to pay that person. That too, <laughs> that too for their likeness. Exactly. I don't know. Whoa, I don't whoa, think whoa, you, whoa. I did not model this off of you. <laughs> this was like most of you. And then someone, that dude over there. Yeah, exactly. Remember the dude who got blown up? <laughs> Ooh, I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. That, but, but that's who I modeled it after. Um, well, then he's paying, then they're paying the family. Is it? Oh, so, oh I have no idea. Well, no, I, I guarantee you, honestly, they're being the government because they exactly own because exactly that because when you, when you do a likeness for a sports star, sure that goes to the, to the you know person usually not necessarily not necessarily but usually when it's a military person, they're contracted through you know the army the the whatever. Uh, so I yeah would would it be the likeness of a soldier or is it the likeness of that one individual? The army does not have individuals exactly. There were no opening credits for the Hurt Locker, which I thought was great. Um, the it's true. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't re- register that until yeah, now. I, I didn't until I read that either. I was like, "Oh yeah, you're right." Besides that quote, that's it, and we just got thrown in. And I think it worked for it. I think it worked for uh, the setting and and obviously the story that we that she was telling was, you know, there was no room to for anything else. You just you know you throw it in and hey here we are in the fucking you know war right with them yeah it matches uh like most of those actions and the one where you're in like where you just need to accept get you into the environment yep. if you just get thrown in there and you're um not ready for it it kind of i feel like it helps yeah. set the um mood yeah exactly um i don't remember the the first shot but i don't think there were establishing shots either i think we were right in the action right in with that with that squad or, or true. Sorry. Um, I think we get like the robot going really slow, and I think they get a we get a lit some establishing, but it wasn't like you know it wasn't the what normally would be the slow yeah. two minute yep like, establishing like, shots with credits. Exactly. I think it was just like generic, like it's the middle of the scene, or you're just, like not middle of the scene, but middle of the movie, middle scene of the that action you're just yep, of over. what's happening. Um, and I'm, so I'm wondering because. Uh, George Lucas got fined at, on Star Wars for not having any credits before The Crawl. I wonder if that's yeah, still fined a thing. by who? The Directors Guild of America. They that was that was a stipulation in the union uh, when when Star Wars was was released that you had to have credits beforehand. That was just it was it was part of the deal, and he got fined for it. And he's like, oh, I don't care. Fine, this is how well, I want yeah, to make I mean, my movie. His, the fine was probably what? <laughs> yeah, well, nothing. Fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and he's no, like, I, okay, yeah, probably, gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make a billion. <laughs> so here's your <laughs> coin. Can I get a coin to give you this? Or? Exactly right. Yeah, you want that you in want, singles or what? Uh, how, do how do you want it? How do you want it? Is that how it came out in in the movie theater? I think so. I think so. It went from just black to right in. Interesting. Yeah. Very, well, very Well, the movie theater is usually there's two sets of just like mm-hmm. the black screen one. True. And then the one that's in the movie. 
And then when it goes to DVD or whatever, it's not the black screen one. It's just the one that's in the movie. That's true. Yeah. yeah so there point. might have been something, but who knows? Yeah. Or, yeah uh, but no matter what, that's just a temporary, it. like, those people. Exactly. They, they slap that on. Whoever distributes it, Warner Brothers or Fox or whoever it is who has that, uh, slap it on beforehand to everything. Um, I, found, I found it really interesting. The uh, Another one of these, it did not do well opening weekend at all. I mean, that doesn't shock me because I feel like this is a very unique style music uh, movie yeah. like you said it kicked off a genre so the first one nobody's really necessarily ready for it so right. it's like the right. crowd usually opening weekends i feel like is the crowd knows they want to see this and they've just been waiting for it to come out basically yep and then so when nobody no, understands what's really going to happen nobody showed up that opening weekend and then you know so it right. doesn't shock me that much yeah um but it it's it grossed over 17 million uh domestic and it started opening weekend was 145,000 that's wow. it that's wow. it so yeah so uh again another one of those where like nobody knew about it and Did that beat Marcel uh oh good question good question I'll I look it have up. to go I'll back okay up. you're gonna look it up <laughs> um I think it might have it's right around that same area um was that opening weekend? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What With a that? very, a very small budget in in uh, all things considered, at fifteen million. So at least you know they they made a profit. What was it? Uh hundred and forty-five thousand three hundred fifty-two dollars. Ooh, hundred and fifty-nine thousand four hundred. Oh, wow! So just barely. But with inflation, they got destroyed. Go ahead. <laughs> Point. <laughs> it's uh. Uh, unless Marcel wins the, how many theaters did it come out in? I don't know. I didn't see that. This must be broken. (laughs) Why? Because it says six. (laughs) (laughs) This can't possibly be right. Six theaters (laughs) made almost $150,000. Are you serious? That's insane. That can't be real. (laughs) Unless Marcel wins best picture. This one, uh, is the lowest grossing. Uh, movie to ever win a best picture at the academy awards lifetime or at the time of it at the time okay but i don't think there's another one that's less i thought it was it was a great character driven movie even though there they actually had missions and goals and like plot points and you know stuff to do during it i felt like it was more about the people versus what was happening yeah, it was definitely um, man versus environment kind of more than anything. And, like, the environment was, you know, the suicide bombers and all that stuff. But, like, I consider yeah. that as, like, the environment because they never, like, necessarily listed. I mean, they talked about mm-hmm. um, who who's the bad guys or whatever. But they just – it was more of a generic face yeah, just than a, a specific yeah. person by, yeah, by all or means. Or even really a specific group. Well, the, yeah, so they kept it very generic. But, yep. I mean, they still, like – um, they referenced him a couple times, but nothing specific or like that group over there is trying to kill us. Stuff like that. Um, it, but it definitely was more of a character of like them interacting with each other. Yep. And I mean, Jeremy, I mean, Jeremy Renner's character was more than anything was him just figuring out himself, I guess. I don't, I don't know if he was even actively trying to, but I think that. Um, well, I think he was just learning more and more about him as he was going exactly yeah trying and to I, figure out oh i guess i'm seeing things now <laughs> exactly or you know like oh, oh i guess things don't affect me like they should you know like this is I, I'm, I'm a little bit messed up why is that 
I mean, I think he knew that coming in because he was sheepish about how many bombs he's like um, actually diffused and yeah. stuff. When the guy, which also I could not figure out if the guy was like making fun of him or not. I thought he was going to yell at him. Oh, and, 100%. Absolutely. And then, it, and then it ended before because the whole tone was, oh, I'm going to say this. You're going to look like a man and then I'm going to knock you down. Yeah. And then and that didn't happen. And so then, I, didn't, no. <laughs> I didn't like that. I thought no, that was, was like so weird. That kind of felt out of like place. He was, he was impressed because he was impressed because of, of how difficult it is to defuse a bomb and the fact, the sheer fact that he went 870 something, which I was scrolling through the the script just because I was, I, I like to read random times. And that scene actually is the one that I, I, I stopped on and read. And in the script, it's 170 something, 173. So they pumped it way the fuck up for the yeah, movie. Yeah, for real. Way the fuck up. Like I, I could have understood if it was you know two three hundred, but from one to eight, yeah, it was like eight something. I forgot yeah. what it was. That's a lot, you know. I just love that because because every scene devolves in, into this puzzle of you know who's who's going to win, who's going to survive, who's not. Uh, is it are the bad guys going to kill everybody and blow up this bomb, or is he going to figure out the puzzle? And it's either the bomb or it's you know shooting at people and you know trying to you know, marksmen across however many hundreds of feet or hundred thousands of feet away it's all a game to him and he just gets off on it in in a way that nothing else can can make him you know feel this accomplished and good about himself i don't know i think yeah i mean i guess it's like a a game and stuff he seems like yeah i guess he enjoys the adrenaline yep yep honestly it just feels like more of a just adrenaline junkie at i can get as so close to dying yeah, yeah, no, but there are scenes that, you know, he definitely cared more about, like, saving people yeah. than, the, than yeah. the rush of him almost dying. I think that he gets caught up in the moment when it's when it comes time to actually, you know, save people and, you know, other people are around. But when it's just him, you know, out in, in the car or, or with the, with the, what, five bombs around him, when it's just him, like, he's like, fuck, yeah, the, you know, I'm the one. I'm the only one who can do this. So I think, you know, kind of feeling like Jordan, like I'm the greatest, I'm the best, I'm the only fucking person who can who can stop this much firepower. Like that absolutely is going to, you know, give you the biggest heart on that nothing else is kind of going to even come close to to matching. And that's why it was weird, but I liked at the very end that supermarket scene where he's standing there going there's too much to choose from. Like there's no, there's nothing to stimulate my brain. There's nothing to give me any kind of, you know, yep. you know, pause at all. Like it's all anything I want is, is at my fingertips. Like this is boring basically. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that about a lot of coming back from war. It's just like, you know, we all, they're built for war and then, but not for home. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, but story-wise, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I thought, how, what did you think of, like, the story itself? Do you feel like it was contained? Do you feel like, you know, in your own question, do you feel like it was there were loose ends that were tied up or left open? Um, I don't, well, so, honestly, I don't know if there's anything, like, left open because there wasn't really, like, trails of mysteries that I was trying to follow because right. it's just more of just your experience the days and you're just living with this guy and it's just, like, uh, th- I have no like there's no there's the end goal hu- hypothetically of like oh we only have 16 days left we have yeah. 23 days left. Yeah. like whatever like well, I understand like there was that there was that time limit right but other than that there was no like 
goal for like or like oh i can't wait for this to get wrapped up or that get wrapped because yeah. it's yeah. just also just experience and learning more and more about these people i thought the story itself was pretty good i thought some like the random uh, the the sniper scene uh-huh. the scene in itself was pretty good yeah. but it felt out of place to for me them chasing down like running after the bomb and then uh, after i'm trying to think when the guy when special got shot yes like that kind of felt kind of out of place i don't know yeah, those just yeah, like yeah it was it, some of the things felt out of place to for me personally but like the bomb tech and like the the central story stuff i yeah. thought was really good yeah um but then i just thought it kind of like veered off every once in a while that i just didn't i wasn't in love with and and i'm wondering if it's because they were trying to again show that no matter what situation it is he's looking for that game he's looking for that cat and mouse back and forth you know uh, mystery to solve kind of, you know, I mean, wh- I, what mysteries fix. was he really I, I, like, you know, uh, the mystery of who, you know, who, who killed the kid. Uh, I mean, I think that's more of him just going, I don't think that's him wanting to solve a mystery. I think that's of him not being able to control himself uh-huh. and seeing, thinking a kid died that he really, really liked and that emotionally hurt him. Yeah. And he wanted to hurt someone and he else. Wanted to, okay. And he wanted, I don't think it was like, Ooh, yay, my next, you know, puzzle to solve. Yeah. I think it was, I'm going to flip out because I want to kill somebody because I love this. I really like this kid. Okay. Yeah, and, absolutely. And like, and then it turned out it wasn't even that kid. Yeah. And so I think it's more about showing like his mental state okay. of like this one thing that wasn't even true set him off and he left the base walked into people's homes and yeah. almost like killed people. Yeah. Just and over, almost got his, his, you know, um, over something that wasn't even true. So I think it was more of than him trying to solve problems. It was more of him, his mental uh-huh. going, like taking a hit and gotcha. he's slowly getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. He's going That's a little bit more like. and more insane. And I wasn't, thank you for clearing that up. Cause I wasn't a hundred percent sure if that was the, the kid who was selling him the DVDs. And then the second kid was just like, you know, another merchant or if, or if that that kid on who died was not, I'm almost po- I'm almost positive that that was not the because the kid walked up and was like, "You want DVDs? You want to play soccer?" Like yeah. that's what they were doing together. That's before. what I and thought. Then, yeah, exactly. And so I wasn't sure. And then his reaction was very mute, but I think it was more him like a crash to reality kind of going. Yeah. Holy shit! I just that was that he wasn't even dead. Okay, maybe I need to like look at my like. Gotcha. But besides that, I I thought it was. The rest of it was very, you know, pretty straightforward, pretty clear, pretty much, you know, uh, there yeah. wasn't any major surprises or anything like that. So, yeah, I, don't th- I mean, like, yeah, it was again, it's not like a murder mystery. Um, it wasn't, it was no bodies, 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 <laughs> but, um, I mean, but there yeah, cause it, bodies cause it was just like, trying, yes, that was very true. Just figuring, you know, just following these guys coping with their reality slash just, I don't know, being possibly alive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, man, I I enjoyed this one a lot more than I was expecting to because I remember, I remember this that this year that year's Oscars was like the first time I was like really starting to pay attention to film and you know movies and stuff, and I was like, oh, a war movie won another one of these. Oh, this sucks! I can't believe it, and I hadn't seen it, and I I just didn't have any any desire to for no good reason but you know my own prejudice about the this kind of you know style of movies and i fucking loved it i, I like this one a lot more than i was expecting to so you know shame I mean? on younger me <laughs> i shame on current you 
What? I'm rectifying what uh, younger for other, didn't do. For other things. Oh, well, for other things. Just oh, okay. general. Oh, okay. Just got to keep you in line. Get a little big-headed. Ah, ah, got to think. I appreciate that. Yeah. That was, that, was uh, that was the Hurt Locker. The Locker of Hurt, motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker. All right, you want to do ratings? Yeah, sure. Let's do All it. All right. Yep. Do you know what you want to rate it right now? Or do you want to... I'm, I'm afraid of giving it too high of a score, but I, I too really late. like it. I know. <laughs> I think I'm going to go... I, I could go as high as an eight and a half. I don't know that I'm going to go that high. I think I'm going to do s- eight, and, eight and a quarter. Out of it 10. Eight and a quarter. Yeah. Eight, 8.25. Because I did. I, I think I liked it more than Marcel. I definitely liked it uh, more than Bullet Train, Blade Runner. But I didn't li- love it as much as Mad Matt. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, I'm looking and I feel I'm going to go with, I want to say 6.75 because I... Unlike you, I want to put it in the same Blade Runner, um, Thor. I thought it the story was pretty dang good. Okay. Um, I didn't think it was, you know, I wasn't perfect. The visuals, like we said, I think it fit, but it was nothing crazy. It was nothing like uh, the writing was good. Mm-hmm. I thought everything was pretty dang good, um, but nothing was, to, for me, spectacular. So I'm kind of going to go okay. in the in middle of the pack, seven point okay. five, right around Blade Runner and um, Love, uh, Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, T Lat, uh, T Lat. Sorry, space, um, right around that level because I right. liked it, but not, um, I, I liked it, but not loved it. All right. So that's my middle. That's my good middle of the packed one. What yeah. are you doing rewatchability? Um, yeah, I'd watch it again. Uh, I'd like to watch it again, actually, because I, I want to see if I if I liked it again. Uh, I liked it as much so the you, second time. If I pick up on on things, if it if okay. it holds up. Hypothetically, you the when you just watched it in theaters, uh-huh. um, you're gonna go pay again in theaters to watch it. Yes. Yeah, because it's it just throws you so so deeply into that into that situation that it not a lot of things immerse you quite like that one did. So yeah, I'd go see it in theaters. Okay. So you got yes for full rewatchability. And I said, uh, no, no, I mean, okay. Yeah. Nothing. It wasn't, wasn't special for me. Okay. So I'm just like, yeah, it was a good movie. And maybe I've seen a lot of good movies though. That's very fair. I mean, maybe it's because my expectations were so much lower. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's in, it's in that realm of good movie. And that's, you know, that's what okay. I got for it. It's there like, it's not definitely not a bad movie by f- no means. It was, but, and, you know, no, not at all. I, and I like that it was uh, a lot of things were very, it felt intentional. A lot of things felt very placed. Uh, well, the, the, the good thing, though, is you don't need to go to the theater to watch The Hurt Locker because it's streaming on Netflix. So go watch it. Let us know what yeah, you that's think. True. Yeah, that's it. it on Netflix. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I assume everybody that listens to us has a Netflix subscription. If you don't sign up, uh-huh. uh, use the promo code uh what we want <laughs> watched podcast. for uh, 0% off uh-huh, uh-huh, so, uh-huh. so hopefully we will get uh, up to 10% maybe soon by the end of the year i, I want 6.9% off nice <laughs> all right guys so well, all right, that's this uh episode yeah thanks for hanging out uh don't forget to go watch things like subscribe 
all that great jazz. If you want to hear next episode coming out a couple days will be 3000 years of logging. So we definitely have stuff to say about that. Yes, we do. So uh, come back uh, next episode. All right. Later. Bye guys.